0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second edition of the Housing Wire RegTech podcast sponsored by Compliance Ease. I'm joined by the co-founder and Chief Technology Officer of Compliance. He's Jason Roth. He's here. He's going to help us through the second part of uh, our RegTech Focus podcast. Jason, you're the subject matter expert. We've got a couple of questions here for you that we're dying to have you answer. Thank you so much for coming on and helping us get this information out there. How are you today, sir?
1: I'm doing great, and I, I think uh, that it's, it's I think a great opportunity to... Uh, to discuss reg tech and and bring everybody up to up to date on what's been going on in the industry, and we felt it was a an important topic to cover. That's why we wanted to make sure that we could help make this series happen.
0: I agree. There's a lot of sort of um, I don't know how to really describe it. There's a lot of misgivings towards reg tech. There's a lot of misinformation towards reg tech. You know, a lot of people try to use terms like blockchain and stuff like that intermittently with like Bitcoin and <laughs> the need for education in this space is huge, which is why we're so excited that compliance Ease is helping joining with Housing Wire to get the message out. And uh Jason, I want to just go hop right in and and pick your brain on some of the kind of educational aspects of it. Like for example, you know, there we talk about the difference between um you know, reg tech as it exists today and the reality of mortgage technology today, they're not exactly the same thing, you know, but there's potential for more reg tech, this we know, but let's talk about that difference. What's the difference between, you know, reg tech and the mortgage technology that other people are using today? Sure.
1: Sure you know we're we're headquartered in Silicon Valley, so I get no shortage of buzzwords so i'm 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 very familiar <laughs> and comfortable with uh, things like reg tech and blockchain just being thrown around yeah. um, I'll tell you how I see it I think reg tech, reg tech may mean different things to different people, but I see the mortgage you know mortgage technology and the evolution in technology in compliance it looks it to me it looks very similar to what happens in a lot of other industries. Uh, you have innovation with technology that usually starts uh, very simple by using the technology to automate existing process. So, um, so you start out with things that you do by hand, and you add some technology to make it a little bit better. Okay. Eventually, eventually, that evolves. Um, and technology then can start transforming the business process itself. Um, and we, we see that a lot in compliance, early mortgage technology. That was focused on compliance was looking at manual reviews or quality control and just trying to make it more efficient what I see as what I would call reg tech now um, and and what's going to emerge as reg tech is just based on the recognition that now so much of the lending process is automated and there's technology all throughout mm-hmm. the process in reality your compliance can plug in anywhere so it doesn't need to just be a check but it can also provide valuable information that feeds back into the process. Okay. So so when, when I see RegTech, I think about um, taking that next evolution um, from, from just trying to automate to starting to use all of that data that you have available to build in compliance at all parts of the lending process. I think the ideal is that it works so that loans are originated and they're compliant by design that it's compliance is just part of the process and to me that's the vision of RegTech. i would say we've made a lot of progress but i i would say there's still a ton of opportunity to improve and develop that vision
0: yeah and i like that term evolution i, I like how you work that into the conversation um, and i think that's important because a lot of people uh, seem to have this misgiving that the implementation of reg tech involves some sort of acceleration so when you add evolution into the equation you know evolution doesn't mean that you're accelerating at, at the speed that's uncontrollable evolution means that it's going at a pace that is uh, something everyone's comfortable with adopting and adapting to but you know a lot of a lot of people in you know the mortgage technology they who haven't adopted it yet they'll look at uh reg tech as like you know more like a circuit breaker than what it really is, is more of more of a modern day fuse box, but it's, it's, you know, it's a new technology that solves a lot of, a lot of new problems without, you know, running into the issues of the past when implemented correctly. So I guess that's just a really long winded way to ask you, does today's mortgage technology act like that old time circuit breaker more than the evolutionary accelerator that it should?
1: Yeah, I, I would say, Traditionally, and, and even up until the present, mortgage technology has operated a bit like a circuit breaker. You, As, a, as a, a, a lender, processor, underwriter, you're sitting in your loan origination system, you click a button to order something, the order comes back, and then you look at it, and then you decide, well, do I move on to the next step in the process, or is there something I need to fix? So there have been some improvements. I think we're still a ways off from a process that looks sort of like that vision of reg tech mm-hmm. that I just alluded to. Um, really again the, the only way to progress to the point where your technology starts to, to transform your, your business process rather than just automating it is to allow that process to start to be able to adapt based on the information that's coming back. Um, that's, that's not the point and click model <laughs> that's going on in the mortgage tech today. Uh, but I think that's the opportunity to accelerate lending because you can you can think about a scenario where the technology is placing those orders. So mm-hmm. it's not a person clicking the button. And then when all of that information comes back, the technology is analyzing what has come back. And maybe for some loans, the technology gathers a bunch of information that's available and it analyzes it. And then it decides, you know what? I don't. I don't need to send this to the processor, the underwriter, this loan that I have available and the information I've been able to pull indicates that I can simply allow this loan to proceed unattended. And so okay. that's, that's where I think we can move towards, that's more of an accelerator in the process than a circuit breaker, um, because it's more of a transformation of the process itself or an evolution of the process itself. And uh, but, you know, that's a process. And I don't think, you know, we're, we're there as an industry yet, but but
0: uh, getting there. No, it's it's true. And we threw around some terms like those Silicon Valley terms we throw around, you know, Bitcoin, blockchain, and all that. But there, you know, but we were, when we get serious for a moment and, you know, and we decide that, okay, let's talk about this seriously because we don't want people to panic when they think that we're going to be speeding things up. We're not speeding things up. We're actually improving efficiencies here with the implementation of reg tech. Uh, and that's really, you know, it, reg tech is something that needs to be combined with artificial intelligence it needs to be combined with machine learning you know, and it can accelerate the, the the rate of mortgage closings you know not just in the future but very very soon we 've seen some some of the earlier uh, people who have implemented some of your clients, for example, have seen improved efficiencies already and it's it 's kind of a seamless, frictionless adoption but what what do you say when you 're out there, and people are are thinking about AI and machine learning as if they 're actually going to physically sit some kind of uh, computer or automaton, you know, in front of a computer and began filling out underwriting forms, you know, that's not going to happen. So, um, you know, let's talk a bit about how reg tech, when combined with AI and machine learning will accelerate mortgage lending.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, it, AI AI is one of those nice buzzwords that comes along every 10 years or so. <laughs> um, I think. Uh, I think machine learning, I think there's a lot of promise in machine learning now just because... We, we now have really inexpensive computing available that's really what you need for machine learning it takes a lot of number crunching to do that mm-hmm. um, I, th- I think you need you need reg tech you need AI and you need and you need machine learning uh, in order to, to get to that process like the one I just described where you can you can actually start um, evolving the, the lending process um, and the lending process or the lending pr- platform does need to get A lot of data back from all of those technology services that it's using pulling credit looking at bank statements and all of that Mm -hmm. Um, it needs it needs a lot of data uh, to be able to inform the lending process so i think with with reg tech that type of data the compliance type of data can can provide more than just a pass fail uh, more than Mm -hmm. just that circuit breaker type of, of response it has the potential Um, when we start looking towards the future at things like machine learning has the potential to prevent issues from occurring at all, rather than just catching them. Um, AI technology like machine learning is capable of doing things like that, uh, given the right data, but machine learning requires a lot of data. So, yeah. um, it, it's, you know, it's like a, a person, uh, trying to, you know, memorize, uh, memorize or learn how to speak a new language. You gotta, you gotta study. You need a lot of, yeah. of information and you gotta look at a lot of stuff. But so, when,
0: and when uh, you, yeah, when you look at the size of the data, right. Um, mm-hmm. and you, and you think like, when you talk about exactly what you said, like human memorization, uh, you yeah. know, you, you could see where I'm going with this, like, who is better to deal with vast amounts of data? Is it the artificial intelligence or is it human intelligence? You know, it's, it's more like playing to the strengths, isn't it? And uh, that's where I think that we were talking about how the efficiencies can be improved because, uh, you know, to err is human basically, right. when, you have these, when you have these large data sets, to be honest, it can be like learning a different language every single day you come into work. So I guess, you know, to just follow up on that, you know, what are some of the examples that you see of these common defects, these uh, common errors when humans are being handling that if it were to be automated, right, if it were to be automated, w- what kind of um, improvements would, would we see?
1: sure yeah i think I think there' some types of defects that are still happening today where we we don't need fancy machine learning and AI to deal with it That's the good news i there are, there are still tremendous issues that we see with just with the fees that are being disclosed to the borrower on the disclosures basically when you're getting a loan, what are you agreeing to pay either the fees are are being disclosed inaccurately, um, which then requires redisclosure and then it delays your closing or you're disclosing a a bunch of the fees and charges and then you later discover somewhere later in the process that um, it's causing a compliance violation of some sort that's that's a more immediate opportunity because from what i see the technology need to solve that is already available it's uh it's kind of the common theme here uh which is if you've if you've got the the data available, if your compliance system, your loan document system, your loan origination system, all of the services that are related and involved in getting the loan terms in front of the borrower, if all of those can communicate and coordinate with one another and they can react based on the issues that, that that are being discovered, I think you can get to a point in the near term where the disclosures that go out to the borrower are compliant by design. So the, right. the process only generates compliant disclosures, and uh, you know I don't think you need a fancy machine learning system in order to uh, mm-hmm. to to figure that out. I think a lot of those that technology and those services are available just in the evolution, the general evolution of technology that's happened in the mortgage industry
0: so far. Right. And you know we'll always need borrowers, and borrowers are humans, so <laughs> yep. that w- that won't be replaced. The way in which borrowers seek to get mortgages, you know, is obviously being automated. The way in which they're searching for properties uh, is definitely mm-hmm. becoming digital. But before everyone you know freaks out uh, over that last question and uh, starts yep. you know um, updating their resume, let's let's just <laughs> ask the the question that uh, everyone. Is is thinking is you know will RegTech replace you know underwriters? Will they replace, <laughs> sir? You know, will they replace compliance subject matter experts such as <laughs> yourself? Uh, how do you yeah. respond to that one?
1: Yeah, it's that's a fair question, and uh, you know, similar questions are bouncing around Silicon mm-hmm. Valley now as we've we've got uh, folks uh, across the bay from me working on self-driving cars and things like that. So, yeah. uh, but I think. It, as always with any new technology, it's it's not likely that there'll be any sort of complete replacement of humans in the process. I'd I'd say, but you know, to to the to the point of you know there will be there will be an evolution in how things work. I would say that I I don't know any underwriters or compliance officers who particularly enjoy the part of their job that is resolving and dealing with the same routine and repetitive and basic issues over and over again. Yeah. I, I think the inter- interesting part of the work is the tricky corner cases. Mm-hmm. That's where you have the time-consuming analysis and the problem-solving and probably some of the people work, working working closely with with the borrower, the, the as you said, the person on the other end. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so I, I see the benefit of this, again, in the long term – is that if you can automate and eventually prevent those easy or or simple compliance issues, um, the benefit is for the smart people, the subject matter experts. They'll only be interrupted and they'll only have to spend time on real corner cases or real difficult issues. That's right. that's you know more productive for the lender and I think more enjoyable for The folks who are doing those jobs because i think that's that's what they enjoy about the job is is working through those those tricky issues oh yeah and i
0: agree and that's that's a that's a great point that you make that it's when people get locked into their work as a grind it becomes work they become you know less engaged and more likely more error prone and you know again happy workers are doing interesting stuff right they they're not just plugging in boxes in and I and I've done data to input you know unfortunately from time to time in my role as editor-in-chief I still have to do it you know but it is mm-hmm. not something okay. I think I could handle every day and it's not where I think my, my you know where, where my talents lie um, so right. uh, it sounds like both our jobs are safe you know for now uh, that, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's no, good no, now. so you know uh, and and we've have focused mainly on the lending side we talked about borrowers we talked about lenders um, compliance underwriting um let's talk about how uh reg tech can uh, be used by regulators because that's an issue that not many people are willing to speak about. Um and right. I have a feeling you might be able to give us a bit of insight of how you see regulators using reg tech.
1: Sure. Yeah, I I can give you my perspective. Of course, I can't speak for any <laughs> I can't speak for any regulator in particular, and I think there's a lot of there's a lot of variation across the country, but yeah. Regulators, regulators started using technology in much the same way that the industry did. They They looked at their existing process of examination and enforcement, where they go on site and they review some files, they go back and they create a report, and they looked at automation. They said, well, maybe we can use this to make it a little bit faster, maybe make it more consistent. The future for enforcement probably looks something more like what what I would see the future holding for for lenders with reg tech as well and for some of the same reasons examiners now um, with a lot of the technology that's available today can collect much richer data sets from lenders as part of their examinations and the data can be extracted by the lender directly from their systems and from their databases and then The examiners can just take the data and conduct analysis offsite. So they don't have to go anywhere and they can look at a lot more loans uh, than they could. um, And so not just automating that that existing enforcement process. Um, And you could imagine using that data along with maybe data from all kinds of other lenders that that they're looking at, that they're examining to create risk profiles of lenders. And okay, okay. then adapt the exam process according to the risk. So that again would be a change in the way that regulators um, use it, uh, well, use hmm. technology and and conduct enforcement. It's a change their their process. So um, I, I would say regulators, um, some of the regulators are thinking that way. I know. And yeah, okay. Um, so they're they're a little ways on the way, but but you know, certainly not completely data driven at this point.
0: Well, this is you know this is why. We, we definitely needed to have this conversation while we needed a compliance subject matter expert such as yourself on this podcast because it sounds and correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like regulators, dare I say, might be a little bit ahead of mortgage bankers, ahead of loan officers, ahead of uh, you know, non bank mortgage lenders in the reg tech <laughs> area. I mean, not error, so yeah. Um, How do you? uh, Is that something you see? Do you see that regulators may have an edge on us by this? And by us, I mean banks and lenders.
1: Yeah, I. You know, I don't know that it's an edge, but I. I, My understanding is that regulators have been thinking about data-driven compliance longer than lenders have. Um, But that's not a. That's not a knock against lenders. I think it's. It's just more a function of the recent credit credit cycle, because when lenders were cutting costs and scaling back. Because of a massive global credit crisis, regulators were looking at the crisis and saying, "Okay, let's see how we can do more, so that we can prevent future issues." Um, and that was that's just and the nature of how the cycle was going. So I think I think regulators did start thinking about it first, but regulators don't have as much commercial technology that they can leverage like lenders do. Lenders mm-hmm. have all these vendors and things that that can help throughout the whole lending process. Um, so, I mean, maybe where they're at at this point is a tie, but I think lenders probably have fewer excuses now than they than they used to, just because um, the technology is pretty widely available for lenders now in, in all areas of technology and, and emerging reg tech. And there are a lot of new technology companies entering the space, too. So if you're a banker or you're a lender and your regulator is using technology more effectively than you are, that's probably going to be a problem (laughs) for your exams in the long run Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, but you know in general as a bank or lender you know you, you can think about it as a competitively too if your competitors are originating loans they have fewer issues they're doing it faster than you are then you're you're going to be obsolete either way so I think I think it's for lenders it's equal parts making sure that they keep pace with exam and enforcement and also thinking about it as a potential competitive threat, or if you do it well, as a competitive advantage.
0: Excellent. So, that was jason roth co-founder and chief technology officer at compliancies Ease. Compliance Ease is the sponsor of this housing wire podcast series focused entirely on the reg tech space and uh great information from mr roth giving us a look at what regulators are doing in the space and how it compares to where mortgage lenders are doing and great stuff on artificial intelligence and machine learning. Jason, I want to thank you for your time and I will conclude the podcast uh, right there. And I'm looking forward to having you back on the show soon.
1: Yes. Thank you. It's been fun.